Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe, and I'm so glad you're joining me for Wednesday Bible study. Today is a new day, and tomorrow's going to get better. Amen? Amen. So today, if you brought your Bibles, uh, turn to the book of Genesis, chapter 5. And I'll lay the stage. What's happening is this is the genealogy of Adam. And so it talks about each son that he has and they have sons. And back then they lived many, many years. And verse 18, it talks about a man named Jared. And Jared lives for 962 years. Yes. And he has a famous son named Enoch. And it reads in verse 24 about Enoch that Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. God took him. He didn't die. When it's talking about everyone else in the order of Adam and all his children and their children, it tells how long they lived and died. But he doesn't die, brothers and sisters. God takes him to heaven. And to get a clearer understanding and understand that that's exactly what happens, uh, follow me over to the book of Hebrews chapter 11. And we'll read verse 5. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. And that's all of our goals, brothers and sisters to please God and do his will. And brothers and sisters, you have to do God's will to please God. And it's his will that we don't sin, that we obey his commandments, that we love our brothers and sisters as ourselves. Amen? Amen. And so now we're going to the book of Ephesians chapter 5. Reading verse 1. Therefore be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Now, the first part, it says to be imitators of God. And Jesus is part of the Godhead, which is the Trinity. God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're all one. And we need to imitate Jesus. Right? Amen. You know, when my children were young, I remember driving and they're in the back seat. And I can't remember exactly what happens, but picture somebody cutting you off, almost getting in an accident. Maybe they did it on purpose. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. But I was upset. 
And I hear in union, all three of my boys, at least two of them out of the three, said, Dad, what would Jesus do? Yes, that's what you have to do. Think what would Jesus do, right? That's imitating Jesus, emulating Jesus. Amen? Amen. And then the second part of the verse, it says, For Christ loved us and had given himself for us an offering, a sacrifice. Yeah. He died for you and me. And we have to be willing to die for him. Yes, that's how much love we have to have for him. That's how much love he had for us. Paul was willing to do that. He sent that man of God to tie his hands and says, whoever these hands are tied, he will be put in prison and ultimately die. And they all knew it because the Holy Spirit told them. And Paul knew it. But he said, no, I must go. He was ready to go to meet the Lord. They all cried. But he was willing to die for our Lord and Savior. And if you know Paul, Paul was Saul before he became Paul, who was a Pharisee and a Roman citizen. And back then you couldn't crucify a Roman citizen. It was against the law. And because he was a Roman citizen, they cut his head off. But he would have been willing to die a crucifixion for for Jesus' name, for Yeshua's name. That's how you say Jesus in Hebrew. And we need to be willing to die for our Lord and Savior. Right? Let's turn to Romans chapter 12, reading from verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, right? To die is to gain. To give up your life for Jesus is eternal life, right? It's our reasonable service, it's more than that. It's our responsibility, right? God does not want you to continue sinning. He wants you to walk with Jesus. Be like Enoch. He walked with God. That meant that he obeyed God. And God loved him so much, he took him out of this earth up to heaven without even dying. Right? And that's what you and I want is after we're buried, that we go to be with our Lord and Savior in heaven forever and ever. Amen? Amen. So let us practice righteousness. Let's turn to the book of 1 John chapter 3, and we'll read verse 10. In this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifested. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God nor is he who does not love his brother. So brothers and sisters, if you want to be of God and not of the devil, you have to practice righteousness. And this is where tomorrow's going to get better. Today's a new day. 
And tomorrow's going to get better because we, you and me, if you're saved today, are going to practice righteousness. Amen? Amen. I'm going to get better at it because the Holy Spirit has power over the devil. And anytime the devil tempts you, you rebuke him in Jesus' name and he will flee. And we will practice that and we will practice righteousness and we will get better at it. Amen? Amen. One last verse. Reading from 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 12. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. So brothers and sisters, let's practice righteousness. Let's be righteous, be holy as he is holy, as he says, and he will hear your prayers and he hears everything. Amen? Amen. So when he says he hears prayers here, he's talking about answering your prayer in the affirmative, what you need, what you want, what you desire. And he wants to please his Christians. He wants to bless you, brothers and sisters. But show him good diligence and good effort at trying to please him and do his will. And get better at it and better at it. And we will get closer and closer to God. And today is a new day and tomorrow is going to get better. Amen. Amen.